there's no sort of one thing that just sort of catapulted us sort of o- overnight. You know, I do think it's probably that cliche that people say sort of that overnight success, but you're like actually yeah, yeah. working flat out for yeah. five years is nonstop. Um, but like the things that we've we certainly got right, like we've hired some great people, like just some brilliant people who are better than us and like just hugely passionate. And then you know how they've helped propel us forward has been has been massive. All right, everyone. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the stories, secrets, and skills of the world's top performers. These conversations are real. Honest, courageous, with a bit of fun. And each episode is designed to provoke, educate, inspire, and empower you on your journey, whatever that journey is. No topic is is off limits. So guys, today I spoke with Neil Horgan. Neil is the founder and CEO of Gym Plus Coffee and an all-round top quality character. A man of huge integrity, huge ambition, and many other things. So I was honoured to speak with Niall and we spoke about many things to give a highlight, some ideas what we spoke about, you know, just Niall's life began and his kind of real insight and instinct of people and and leading began with hurling and that's something we both share, we both share the same club of Glenrovers and we spoke from that place and his journey in between that led him to where he is now and the challenges and privileges of running Jim Plus Coffee as well as his mindset and the people surrounding him that led him there. And also, what is what is life like beyond hurling? What is life like stepping out of his comfort zone and into the unknown? Embracing the unknown. So guys, hope you enjoy it. And do let me know if you have any comments or any feedback. And I look forward to welcoming you on the next podcast. Kick off in conversation is just kind of taken right back. I know you Neil and you know, you're doing great things in where you are right now and a lot of your life experiences have shaped you I've no doubt in that or yeah. been a huge part of it but even I suppose even before that in your younger years is there anything that at that time that you know would be useful context to help us understand who Neil Horgan is today you know yeah well, Jesus we're going way back we're going way back yeah it was a cold wet morning when I was born no um <laughs> Uh, so, so like it's not not a whole pile to tell. Uh, and very, I would call it normal upbringing with a great family. Uh, two super parents who are very supportive about everything that we did. Uh, I have an older sister mm-hmm. and a younger brother. And I've kind of uh, uh, uh we'll mix with my parents. My dad's super into sports and GA and everything like that. He can yeah. play himself, but like you know brought us to everything kind of growing up and my mom then is a is a music teacher was was a music teacher before she retired so mm. real love of music through the family and you know I, uh, f- well I, I i definitely lean more towards the sports side of things but loving all broadway musical as well mm-hmm. like that so so um so that was kind of my 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 kind of uh i suppose family circumstance and uh yeah, I think I I genuinely can't um, really remember an evening um, growing up where I wasn't, uh, even at young age, if I wasn't just out around the estate, like kicking a football or poking a ball. Um, where are you from now? Where's the... What is, where's uh, Kerry Pike. Kerry Pike, yeah. Small village. Road, yeah. yeah, yeah, small village kind yeah. of um, out, out, 
kind of past the city towards Balancolic area. And uh, so, yeah, small little village. Um, not much going on there. There's like a pub and a garden centre and that's it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know, I know, I know the place. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, there was a, kind of growing up. It was a small estate, but there was mm-hmm. a bunch of lads my age. So like the usual stuff, you just ended up, um, yeah, you know, hanging out and with them all day every day. But yeah, like everyone was sort of sports mad, so it would usually revolve around some some element of that. And then as the as the years kind of went on, you know that was still happening but at the same time then you'd get more and more into into to other sports first a bit of everything and then more focused into GAA more focused into the Glen into the St. Nick's into Cork and stuff like that yeah. so school so then you know by the time you get to your teenage years you kind of didn't have a spare minute you're just yeah, yeah. Going from, you know one training to the next training um and everything like that but um yeah I would I would uh do it again in a heartbeat if I had because I just think it's it's yeah, massively kind of kind of shapes you for 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 who you are, and I kind of liked. Uh, I, I suppose I've always been a busy person, so I've kind of liked that. Even as a kid, kind of jumping from one thing to the next mm. in in sport, or then in school, or you know, a bit of music or academics or whatever like that. You know, always kind of jumping and trying fit as much as I possibly can into into my schedule. So, um, yeah, it's well, a bit, bit of a gist of it. No, yeah, no, I should. I, I mean, I, I know John, your father, well, because Colum was on my team with yeah. the Glen. Colum was a great bit of stuff. I was great, great time for Colum, and uh, I hope he's doing well now. No doubt he is, absolutely no doubt he is. And uh, yeah, I would have seen John. John is great. He had a great presence. Now is what I'd um, what I'd say about him. He had a great, um, he had a great influence and presence around your your father did, and uh, I just want to acknowledge that. And I yeah. can see, I can see how it, I can see it with you as well, to be fair, not to blow your smoke or anything, yeah. but I can see that presence in you. And I definitely think that it has obviously helped you and what you've learned from, from him around that, or what you've took on, because obviously I'd be surprised if my own father, people would look at me and say, geez, you're just like your father. And I would say, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see it myself. Right. But obviously people on the outside perspective would, would see it a lot more clearly. Yeah, yeah. My like my dad's a kind of a man of, of, of I suppose few words, you know, compared to other things. But he, he loves being involved and interested in stuff, and it was very good to us growing up in terms of bringing us to you know trainings and just being heavily involved with the Glen and 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 other stuff. And my dad then behind the scenes, and uh, I think I told a story at my wedding or something. He's 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 yeah. a very generous guy, but he's also kind of a, a very very organized and a huge worrier. Um, <laughs> and and I, I I wouldn't take any much of that. I'm disorganized. Uh, yeah, yeah. getting a bit more of a warrior. But uh, I remember years ago when I was in college, uh, uh, wanting to uh, go to some some concert, um, and I was asking him for his credit card to book it. And so, like immediately, he sent me his credit card details. You know, he in fairness, he would give us anything he could. It's very generous. And then, like the the. The next message came through. Uh, uh, the name on the card is John Horgan, as if I wouldn't have known him. He's <laughs> that, that, that organized. Oh, no. <laughs> as if I would have typed. Uh, that is brilliant. As if I would have typed Dad, Dad Horgan in. And then the, I see you got some laugh now in, in the wedding when you said that. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the third message came through. It was like, uh, please delete the, the, the message <laughs> after you use it. So it was just like, he's so worried about stuff. So it's just like, 
Because I know a John Nick, so I can I'm, yeah. I can see him do that. So I can see him do that. <laughs> so it just it just sums him up. I think a bunch a bunch of those. So I I've hopefully taken as as much as I can, but I definitely, uh, yeah, not that much. So you don't you don't want to take too much. Over the years with my sort of lack of of worry for some stuff, but yeah, come on, so, so yeah, I can see, right? Like, so I suppose obviously for you then, busy, like you mentioned, being very busy and it was something probably gravitated towards you like that. And right now I can imagine you're ferociously busy. We uh, definitely will get into, you know, what what all of that, that busyness, busyness entails. But I think there's another huge part of your life now that um, I suppose we'd have in common is, is obviously playing with the Glen, but also playing with Cork. Yeah. You, you would have played with Cork at... Um, and I would imagine that that would have been a huge part of your life, and I would say you know it shaped you a lot. Is that is that a fair thing to say? Neil? Yeah, it is. I think I, I think like like GA in general, and then obviously the more you play, um, you get an even sort of broader perspective on 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 things. So like if you're just playing with one team, you've got your one team, but the more teams mm-hmm. and the more places you play, the kind of the better it is. So like. I was fortunate enough that like I, I you know certainly as a teenager was 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 uh was a good player so was you know managed to play and for Cork and hurling and football and you know then was lucky enough what I really enjoyed as well at the Glen was not only just playing with my team but I got to play with teams a few years older than me and yeah. not only kind of got good friends out of that but you just kind of grow up a little bit you know you know you get yeah. you get um you get again kind of really kind of broad broad kind of view on things so um yeah it was it was absolutely great I I loved it I really really did um it was uh it's it's one of those ones and i've said this since like it's just and you know this yourself it's so hard to appreciate that stuff at the time you know because you're mm. just thinking about like training or you're thinking about the next game which we're all or the next train you know which was happening fucking every every day and uh and it wasn't that you like weren't appreciating it but like you, you just weren't weren't kind of thinking about the bigger picture and stuff um you know the be all and end, end all was however you played in the next match and stuff yeah. like that. It's only really like when you look back and you know feel like an old old fella now, like uh, saying this, but you know you just really start to appreciate how good that was, how enjoyable it was, how important it was for you. Because again, it just like drives such good behaviors. I think that you know, yeah. or just or, or for life, you know, be it be it kind of the discipline of training, teamwork, yeah. um, camaraderie, leadership communication like just stuff that everything like, yeah. you, you don't even notice at the time you're learning but you are like as you're <clears throat> working with the team to like improve on a daily basis to like fire each other up yeah. you know to hopefully be an example in some in some settings you were captain as well now right you like you you captain the, the, the cork minor team is that i did yeah you, I, and like it was harder than football right I did. I, I, so yeah, so let's I'll, acknowledge I'll that, that right I'll let's pause my, i'll have that on my gravestone there's not many I don't know how many fucking people have done that. If any, I think, I think there was one. Right, before, one other. in two thousand and three. Yeah, I kept I kept yeah. the Cork Minor Hurling and Football Team. It was one of those ones we were lucky the year before in two thousand two. We we won the county in minor and hurling, so that that would would give you that. But then I suppose I had, which now I can give myself credit for again, and not at the time you'd be giving much credit, but you know, still had to you know make the panels, make the teams. Yeah, and, you know, it's not easy either. Now, right? Like it's not like yeah. you have to. You ha- you're given that responsibility. That you can't. You have to be your captain. You you know you you got to take and you you're you're giving that like it's not an easy thing like you know you have to and it's only captain like, you know yeah and again now you kind of you have a bit more of a view and things and it's it's 
probably didn't realize how much pressure it was at the time. So I was, it was my first year minor. So I was 17 at the time. Even that, that's, that's massive as well. Now, like, you know, yeah, yeah. probably one of one or two, play, like there's not many people again, just to give context. Me, when you're 18 years of age, team with the minor team, it's mostly 18 year olds. You have, might have one or two exceptional 17 year olds that are there. Right. So be captain as 17. Again, it's another uh, significant um, achievement, of, you know, and challenge. Great and, and challenge, and then you're trying to figure that out, and you haven't a clue what you're doing at 17, you know, like, and you're trying to figure out like what you what you should be doing, how you should be acting, mm. like you're growing up at the same time, like whatever else that you just collect and kind of pressures of a 17 year old. So, um, but that's why I think it was so good. Like it does, it does kind of help you figure things out a little bit. But, um, but uh, yeah, it was great, like a huge honor. Honestly, again, one at the time you're very. Uh, you know kind of humble about it all or you know you don't want to make a song and dance about it but now I fucking love it I love that I've done that it was yeah I'm very proud that I've done it you know again probably wish I appreciated it a little bit more at the time um but yeah I'll, I'll prop up a pub to <laughs> tell, my, tell my story to people but it was great and I honestly I just got like, as well just made just got to like train and play and hang out yeah. and People who are great friends, and you know, even when we bump into each other now, you always kind of have those good moments and flashbacks and chats and everything like that. So yeah. it's it, it's it's absolutely yeah, loved it, loved it. Yeah, I, I would have captained the minor team as well, the Cork minor team as well. So I, you know, I can resonate with everything you said. I found it very challenging as well. What was your record? I probably have the least successful record of all time. No, we won the one. Did we win? Sorry, no, we lost the monster and we lost the other final to Tipperary. Yeah, we lost we lost both Munster finals, the hurling yeah. of football, and we lost both All Ireland semis. Um, now we managed to win them the next year when I wasn't captain. I won a few bits, but um, <laughs> yeah, just win a few in twenty in under twenty one. So I finally got not Ireland when I was under twenty one. But um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't have the 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 best record. Oh, I, I tell you, my my uh, my experience was I I was doing night shifts, doing G Sean Martin. Shout out to Sean Martin, right? Thanks for getting me the job, Sean. But bless, it was very, very hard. I used to get collected from the lads from Carrick Tool, Rob White. A couple yeah. of Middleton lads picked me up after a night shift to go training. Like, yeah, I saw I was exhausted trying to play, like, you know, and um, I ended up getting dropped in the end and everything. So I, 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 yeah, I learned a lot. Like, I ended up, uh, I played, no, I played all the games, but when we got to the final, I ended up being dropped. But I came on after about 15 minutes, but it was just, that was, I suppose, very challenging. And how how do, you, how do you think about that now when you think back of it? Like what kind of well, like I suppose you've continued on. You were, you captain Cork seniors right as well. Like yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I mean, geez, you you followed on a lot further than than I did with it. When I look back, this was a great question. I, just how you deal with it. Like I mean, I, I I suppose at the time I thought I was not good enough, and I was you know all of these things and. In reality, it was I was just exhausted. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe when I was trying to play, you know. And I was just out midfield as well. I was playing midfield, so that's one place you need to have the energy to get around. And I just couldn't get around. And uh, I suppose at the time, I, I felt um, I felt that I let everyone down and all that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, and I felt I let myself down. And um, it took me a year or two. And to be honest with you, afterwards, like I got twenty-one trials and stuff like that with Cork, and I didn't, I didn't go. You know, I just didn't go. I stayed over it, and kind of, I, I just took me a year or two to kind of get my um get back up 
in a position where I was confident enough to back myself again, you know, and I and I just worked through it. I kind of just with the Glen, I suppose the Glen were huge because I was again I was winning counties with the Glen. I started to win counties with the Glen again, you know, and mm. I started to um really enjoy it again. And uh, yeah, I suppose just how it helps me right now, now is just to always kind of that you know that feeling of you're not good enough. Just hold on a second, is that actually true? You know, because mm. uh, I'm a lot more confident. I suppose I have a lot of confidence in what I do and a lot of confidence in everyday life, and I think um. And more and more compassionate as well towards yeah, people, well, you know. Just stuff again, you're young, so like you can not small stuff, big stuff, like you know, kind of can really rattle you. Um, and like yeah. you mentioned it there, like I think you can feel it can feel very the world can feel very small right then as well. That you think everybody, mm. all everybody thinks about is you getting dropped, yeah. And like this, you know, like this, there's be a few bits, but like that's because it's all you're thinking, it's you think it's all that anyone's thinking, and and you know, that. That, that that kind of comes true so yeah again it does it does sort of especially when you're whatever 17 18 kind of impressionable trying to figure yourself out a little bit that, yeah that, that that stuff kind of yeah stays with you a little bit longer and highlights the importance of preparation and discipline as well and and you know you know if you want to you can't do it all right you can you, you can do it all average or you can do you know the highest highest value things yeah incredibly well so it's kind of highlighted that for me as well I'm always fascinated now, and you'd probably know a lot more about this because, because again, I did, I didn't kind of, um, I suppose, get to the levels you you get to. But you know, when you look at it now, and as as I understand, you know, the kind of minor teams now get work with like kind of sports psychologists, mm. and you know, a lot more on that. Like there was nothing like that in in in, in yeah. our day or my day, let's say. So like, I just feel that's massively important. And I did this thing recently when it was for the electric minor championship, and they were was asked to kind of give my thoughts on a few things. And um, it was just brilliant to hear that because like it is, again, like, you know, I mean, you can always work, I mean, you're 16, 17, you're always going to be flying fit generally, you know, if you're, if you're, you're there, thereabouts, you mm-hmm. know, but like it really is that mental stuff to get you over, 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 over the line. And like the yeah. more work done on that or coaching that you can get at a young age, I think is, is going to be kind of, kind of brilliant, uh, both and kind of, you know, preparing you for stuff but also afterwards kind of the resilience you need to to, to kind of get over stuff be it a yeah. drop or a loss or just maybe not not progressing stuff like that yeah so it's great to see that kind of stuff come through yeah no it's it, it's very important that i think at that age now as well what i found from my experience and it might be different now is that kind of players are kind of wanting to do very well themselves individually so that they might they make it to the next level they might make 21s and if they do well at 21 or 20 then they'll be highlighted and they'd be brought into the senior panel so it's hard at times because there's a kind of an individualistic kind of approach to it culture in there of if I do well you know so you're trying to you know I found that hard because I was I'm, I'm kind of a very good team player I would like to say and uh, that was what I found hard at minor and, and, and to a point as well the, the management are kind of a bit like that no that was my experience you know I, I would say that it's definitely after being advancing from that now and I think to your point as well there is more of a focus on the mental side of the game, you know, because in reality, that's the most important side of it. Like I've, you know, I've been involved in a lot of teams over the years and it definitely haven't, like, haven't been the best hurler or haven't been, you know, the best skill or whatever. It was, it was the reason I made it to the senior team and ended up captaining the team and, and for all the other guys around me because, you know, my minor team, only one or two of us made to the senior team and vice versa for all the other teams. Different really is their attitude or mental toughness, their mental side of the game, their ability to kind of deal with adversity and and keep going. And then also their ability to work well within a team. 
Yeah, well, that's the kind of that's the perspective you get again, isn't it? And that's what I think yeah. he's coached. It's like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I, I had a terrible, not me, like, you know, someone would say like, oh, I've, I've had a terrible minor career. We didn't win anything or, you know, I didn't play or it's just so, but then like, you'll figure out, you know, hopefully within a few years, like just how good it was again for teamwork, for mentality, for resilience, for friendships, for all that, you know, that it's, 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 it's the kind yeah. of on, on you know in terms of trophies and medals is such a small thing and to be honest I, I don't know about you and I'll throw this back at you for a second like again you'd have had a lot more success but I have managed to get a few months to medals and not our medal at mm-hmm. you. I, like, I never like not that I don't care but like it, I appreciate the kind of stuff now way more as opposed to actually getting the medal medals is home somewhere you know like it's yeah. just it's, about, it's what it takes right it's the journey isn't it that's yeah. what's yeah. like when we won the Munster medal the Munster Championship Senior, I had a monster trophy. My boot of my car for about a month. Like, yeah, I just in the boot. And one time I forgot I was in the boot, and I uh, I was up in the AMI doing an executive coaching, doing a diploma back in 2017. And uh, I went out to the car to get my laptop bag, bring it in. And one of the guys in the course was with me, like you know, and I just flicked the boot open, and there was a trophy. <laughs> and sure, he was blown away by it. He ran in and got everyone inside, brought them all out, they're all taking pictures with it. And um, you know, you take it, you you take kind of um, those things for granted and what it means to the people but it's always for me it's always the journey is the most important thing of it all like and you know our journeys have just been different from me captain minor team to you you know I obviously continue down the track of, of, of playing sport at, at that level and you know I'm in a position now where I'm you know working as a performance coach within organisations and taking some of what I learned bringing it to organisations and you've took what you've learned as well in other ways, Neil, and, and you went into Slack and other kind of big companies and, and done some great work there, right? And I've I've no doubt continued learnings through there. So if you if you kind of um just kind of take us on the journey, Neil. So from so you kind of played minor Cork and kind of you know went to college and all of a sudden then you find yourself was it. Twitter was the first company or what was the first um so I'll tell you kind of what happened with me is like so I yeah so I was in it was in college in UCC so again like kind of doing everything you expect like you know playing with Glenn playing with court playing with college and um I went away on a J1 uh one of the you know one of the years in college um and it was uh it was kind of a big decision at the, at the time I felt like a big decision I'd have to kind of miss a couple of games which you know, so you, you know, it's fucking, you know, it's like a, wow, you know, you got to miss a couple of games. That's a big decision. Now, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. just that manage that again. Like, yeah. when you, I know from being in the GA, right? Nobody's going away on the J1s, right? Because you're not sacrificing for the team and not giving. Yeah. How dare you kind of mentality? They have to be around. No one's allowed to enjoy themselves until the championship's over. Yeah. So, like, you know, that kind of a fucking staunch mindset. Right. So you ended up going away, which I'm. I ended up going. Right. Yeah. Now, I actually I flew home for some games, but I was in the States and, um, I just had the summer of my life. Like I just, it just was brilliant. Um, you in the West Coast now? Did you go to the West Coast? I went East Coast. I went to Rehoboth Beach in in, in Delaware. Um, Jeez, that's a random wild car. Yeah, it's random. It's random. You know what? It's the random. It's the random ones like like that. Like are always. Because the other thing I was thinking at the time was, will I go to the J One but go to Boston and just play hurling in Boston for the summer? But I was like, that's like I'm, no. All I'm doing is changing a location there. Yeah, the same gym. culture. You've been the same culture and the same. You're not like for me, like I'm going to these places now. I was like, if I'm going to if I'm going to a different location and not looking for an Irish bear, do you know, I'm looking for the local cultural 
barn or or a studio or whatever just to immerse myself in the culture and to embrace it so so you went over to america and you kind of avoided I did. going on that route I, yeah i just i had a great time you know went with a couple of buddies from school who i would have been buddies with and then became just even more best friends by the end of the summer after living together and it yeah. just it, it really kind of honestly it was a bit of a eureka moment it was a bit of an eye-opener it really kind of a, gave me good context that jesus is a fairly massive world out here that i yeah, got i know my life was just ga and cork um what age you know what age you then i was 20 then i'd say um that's very young yeah very yeah. very young to get that perspective like which is yeah which is and like it really it kind of noticeably so kind of just 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 hit me after it and then this was the next step from that was came home and kind of went back into to what I was doing but the, I made the decision then when I was 20 that when I finished college which was going to be so maybe two years later um with one or two of the the the, the guys I was with we were just going to take off and just just go around the world um so so that kind of really that joined those two two dots for me, so I was happy to go back play GA. I did love it, but like I I I knew then I was like this. I'm I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be my number one priority. Um, yeah, I'm gonna kind of I, maybe go a different path. Um, and I'd say if a lot of guys didn't win, I like that. Like a lot of hurlers that maybe would have experienced that at twenty potentially would have had the same mindset shift around the think, world is such a huge place, you know. You know, hurling can become so you can get so immersed in it as as it's everything, and it's your world and it's everything and it's so important. Um, That's it. Like you you feel like, yeah, like kind of the the world you're living is like you know again everyone knows how you play in a league (laughs) on a Thursday night because it's on the Echo or whatever. But like you're then you're away in the states and stuff like that, and you're like they don't even know what hurling is. They don't even know what Ireland is. I don't even know what Cork is like, you know, like and they don't and they don't give a shit. Like they don't, you're, they don't judge you based off how you played on a Thursday night, right? And I think that's what a trap a lot of people fall into is yeah, their status and their identities down around you know their game and their sport and how well they are playing in that. That like, was that was you've hit the nail on the head there because one, like I kind of find it, you'd have so much tied up in that, and you know. I'm sort of obviously a competitive and ambitious guy or whatever. So like if I hadn't played well, you know, I'd be pissed off for a day or two and you know, all that kind of stuff that would go with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but also then I suppose um kind of to I suppose round out that like so yeah, we kind of went back to college and you know, you know, played hurling for a while, but you know, booked and planned the trip. So like it was I was kind of leading up to 2009, 2009, just packed up, went away for 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 for, for a full year. And again, that just was was kind of an even better experience. Obviously, it was just longer. And you know, where'd you go, Neil? Man went to went across Asia first to like you know Cambodia and Vietnam and Thailand and, and then went on to Australia. Did Perth to Melbourne to Sydney to Cairns to New Zealand, Fiji to Hawaii. Jesus, there's some. That's then, something. Then we flew into LA. We got a camper van and we drove a camper van from LA to New York. So we went across the whole states. Like so just from LA to New York. Yeah, just 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 absolutely everywhere. Uh obviously on a budget, uh, but had the obviously yeah. but at know. that age. But now just in that experience, like you know, if you can let's say you're if you can just kind of I'm I'm, I'm visualizing this, I suppose. So you're yourself and the lads, how many of you were there? Uh, so kind of five of us did the first half of the year and then yeah. continued it on yeah so you're you're getting on a plane and you and you head off 
right? And then you're on the plane back, like you're sitting on the plane, you're sitting on the plane going over and you're sitting on the plane back. So what's different? You're you're a different person coming back, no doubt. So who's the Nile coming back? All right, who's the Nile going over and who's the Nile coming back? Uh, that's a good question, man. So, so you're kind of going away, you know, yeah, just probably giddy to get away and see the world and, mm. you know, honestly not have a, I suppose, a care, a care in the world. And I don't, I don't mean again, like, I'm, you know, I'm still young. It's not like I had a family or kids or mortgage yeah. or anything like that, but there was that worry you had with you know, the GA or whatever, you know, again, I'm not bashing it. I fucking loved it, but you know, like it, it just, it was always on your mind. So to be like, geez, I don't have to think about this for 12 yeah. months. And it is now you're right. Like it's it's it, you know just again because there is a lot of like obviously the, the audience, there's a lot of GA people that, that will listen in, right? So like I suppose the it doesn't need to be that way, right? Ultimately, because yeah. when you're immersed in it all, it's like the pressure's on and you need to play well in and all of this stuff, like and all that and the other. Like you can still play the sport, enjoy it, and not get hooked to an outcome or hooked to to how you played and hooked to someone else's perspective. Right, that's just the way it was when we were younger, right? And when we didn't really fully understand it, and that's what we're talking about right now. But it doesn't need to be that way. You can really enjoy it and enjoy life and see the world. It's still play hurling. Yeah, know? it's like everything. You just got to get the balance with it exactly with it right. And I, but now, sorry, I, I, I'll say for the record for anyone listening, I, I definitely, I, it's not like I, I would never have gone on to like the level you got on. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have had had just even kind of the the, the level of skills for that or whatever. But, um. I still probably was like way over indexed for my teenage years in terms of it. So then nearly went the other way. Then after that, just was like, you know. But at 20 as well, Nile, I suppose that's like I, I ch- I'd challenge that a little bit, your point around you wouldn't you would have never gone on to be playing with Cork and senior level and representing Cork senior level. I challenge that a little bit. And one thing I'd say is at 20 years of age, you know, you went away and you saw the world coming back to be really focused, tunnel vision on hurling, like you, I say, you just threw that out of the water, and that's what it takes to play yeah. elite and be at the top of your game. Always, like, yeah, you have to ex- ex- exactly. Like, it would have, you know, I, I yeah, I, it would have been very difficult. I think it would have been a, a tough anyway if I had 120% focus and I, 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 I wasn't gonna ha- have that. And the thing then, I kind of, I suppose, where I was coming back on the plane was an interesting one because I actually, it was perfect. I love the year, but I actually, by the end of it, was was happy to go home because I was like. I, st- I still kind of felt like I, I need I need a, a sort of a challenge now. I need to apply yeah. myself to something. You know, I love the discipline of training. I have the ambition to do well. You know, yeah. I, I, I I that was gone and it was great, but I wanted it back. But I again, my whole was, was tied up in GA and Cork. I knew that wasn't going to be it. So it was like kind of again a bit of a shift of like, okay, I kind of I suppose want to focus on a career here. Um, step one of that was didn't again this was 2010 you know this was kind of deep recession time you yeah. know i was like what i'm looking for here is probably not going to be in 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 cork and it wasn't so it was like okay get to dublin and then you know i suppose kind of focused on 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 career from then and kind of applied um applied everything you'd have had from the ga again you know sort of commitment you know sort of discipline just just the headspace to a professional career, maybe more so than than yeah. than, than 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 a GA career, and then that's 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 done me really well professionally. And then obviously, you know, there's sacrifices and balances and stuff and stuff like that. But that was that was it. It was I suppose for me then 
coming back from that, it was like, okay, what's my what's my new new, new identity? That's sorry, but you know, <laughs> to kind of say what you you were saying a minute ago, like what what was what's my new what's my new passion, uh, or like what's kind of replacing all the hours and headspace that I would have been previously putting into mm. the GA. Where what's now the the focus essentially? Yeah, so came back, stepped into like I mean, is it, like again, I, I want I don't want to understate the decisions you made. Like you, you left hurling behind, you moved to Dublin, so you left the world of hurling, which is where you were really well respected, and obviously that's you know in comfort zone in many ways, right? So it was comfortable for you to be here because you were not hurling, you were like you know everyone was looking up to you. So you stepped away from that into the unknown, and as well as that, you left Cork and you went to Dublin. So you're up in Dublin, and so tell us about that first opportunity you got now to step into the professional workplace world. And um, the journey from there then, I suppose, is what I'm very curious about. Yeah. Um, so, so the first job I got was working for Sky, actually, for Sky TV in 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 in, in one of their departments. Um, and it was it was just it was a really good first job. Got me kind of settled in Dublin, made a couple of buddies out of it. Got to kind of just get my feet on the ground a little bit, uh, or you know, kind of first rung on the ladder or whatever way you want to call it. Mm. Um. And then I moved after maybe two years there to to Twitter, and I, I would probably call that a real sort of life slash kind of career changing moment. Yeah. Uh, in that, um, kind of got into an exciting company very early. It was the tenth employee in, in in Ireland or Europe, and you know that just obviously scaled massively over the next four or five years. Tenth employee in Europe. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, oh, I, and I, how many employees are in Europe now? Or when you left, let's say, now you said when you left, I left. Four or five hundred easy, you know. Um, so, so like it was big, big, big operation. Um, so I can see, yeah, I can see right again. I'm cutting in nobody. Like obviously, Jim plus coffee, you know, and you know what I mean. Like setting it up, I suppose, huge, huge. Um, I say huge learnings from that time in Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. I kind of, I, 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 you know, just. I, I just loved it. It was kind of in early. You could see the impact you were having. I just became like obsessed with it. They were very good to me in that they gave me great opportunities to kind of um, progress my career. Mm. Um, and they sort of rewarded good people when they were working hard, which was which was great. Um, I got to again see the world with them. I got responsible for setting up uh, Twitter sales operations across Europe, Middle East and Africa. So there was... There was one year there, I think I took 110 flights. Um, in one year? In one year, at 110 flights. Jeez, um, now, how did you manage? Like, was that, did you find it challenging? Like, stressful and... No, not at the time. Loved it. Absolutely yeah? Loved it. Now again, really, like, yeah? how, old are you then? how old are you? I was probably 28 or 29 then, I'd say. Uh, did you find it lonely? Do you know what? Not, not really. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, my, my now wife, Orla, is amazing. I'd be like, I'd come home, but like, she so supportive i was i was taking these flights but i was coming home but you're young enough like it it it, it, it yeah. didn't wasn't but you had all the support Neil, which was a huge I, I, yeah she's she's amazing supported all all through that and was you know um fully supportive of it and then i was just going to these exciting places I was doing exciting work i was just like ah again it was brilliant 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 so, it was like it was like that year long trip right it was like that year long but yeah i kind of had the professional side yeah. to it so it was kind of really you know, uh, yeah, getting getting to work with amazing people and have real responsibility, and then yeah, I was all over South Africa and Eastern Europe and Dubai and the Middle East and the Nordics and just all these kind of places that I hadn't been before. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, it was just just phenomenal career experience. Um, 
which was brilliant. So it was, I guess, like fulfilling everything that I would have wanted from 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 a career was. Uh, but it was dreams coming true, now, right? I mean, you were really living your dream, right? In that in those moments, like you were professionally advancing and you know, and, and traveling the world. Yeah, and doing yeah. Great work, I you guess, know? again, you kind of probably didn't think about it at the time. Yeah. I was enjoying it. I was loving it. I was having a good, good impact. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, just, yeah, was, 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 deli- was delighted with it. And, um, yeah, learned, learned to pile doing it as well. Yeah. So what did you learn? Uh, I learned, a, I learned a lot. I think I, I suppose I learned, um, I think I suppose I learned again that like it was more coming down to like obviously kind of hard work and work ethic, but like so much of it was like relationship based, you know, yeah. it was not is not necessarily like being the smartest or something. You just needed to have good relationships to be able to work with the people above you, below you, around you. Um, and I think you achieve so much if people kind of like working with you. Um, yeah. Um, and 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 I enjoy that anyway. Like I feed off working kind of with people. I like you know work with people. I like building relationships and all that kind of stuff. So so I, I kind of really, really enjoyed that. Um, and uh, it gave me really like again a good like uh, I suppose hunger to to kind of see things grow. I guess you know it was it was nice to. Um, it was nice to be involved in something kind of seeing, you know, joining when it was X and, you know, helping it yeah. grow Y. Um, and, yeah. and, and that was, that was a, that was a cool, cool kind of fulfilling challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you left then, Neil. So can you tell us about the, that time when you, when you made a decision to leave and what that was like? And you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like it's, it's all very kind of hard to piece together a little bit because, um, I don't know, kind of, yeah, like anytime sort of, yeah, get like maybe too comfortable with something, I kind of want to move on to the next challenge. Mm. Um, and I kind of spent maybe five years with Twitter and uh, and had an opportunity to move to Slack, which was a different tech company that was setting up yeah, Slack, yeah. in, in, in Dublin. Um, and yeah, kind of just felt I had done a lot in, in, in Twitter and it was time for for, for a bit of a change. I kind of I kind of summarize that being it was it was probably the wrong decision. Like Slack were great, they were they were a good employer, like everything like that. But the job wasn't what I expected. Um, so in a way, I probably shouldn't have moved. But what I'll say is, if I hadn't moved, that didn't that then gave me kind of the the kind of um, push I needed to set up Jimbo's Coffee because I was slightly unhappy at Slack and kind of wanted to work on something. Yeah, else. yeah. You know, one of those fucking sliding door moments. If you didn't do that, then that wouldn't have happened. So, um, so you you could focus your attention on something different, and that's where Jimbo's yeah, Coffee like, emerged. It kind, of, it kind yeah. of challenged, like you kind of felt like it was in with Twitter. I did that. Like, was that just been the, the part of being in the Twitter at the right time, or was that was I kind of good? Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I challenged myself in a new place and I was doing that in Slack and it was, go- it was going quite well but maybe not enough and then just kind of uh, well would have always liked to do something um, do something myself and then felt the time was right then to maybe look at doing doing something which became Jim Plus Coffee and um, but it probably was because I was again maybe like oh, unsatisfied is dissatisfied in, in in slack or just wasn't as kind of maybe happy yeah. as it was Twitter that then i was like oh well let's like you know now now maybe attempt something is yeah. so, and then like sometimes like things happen for a reason you know sometimes the motivation is really 
a kind of a positive, you know, motivation or sometimes coming from pain or whatever it is like, but it's all, it's all forward momentum, I suppose. And you kind of used, you didn't settle because, you know, where you were was something that you knew there was more in you or which wasn't where you wanted to be. So you didn't settle and it was true to the conversations you had with the lads then. Yeah. Right, is where where we're jumping coffee more. I must say, actually, I was only thinking about there, and I, had, you know, I, I go to the gym, local gym here, and uh, I go to the gym, I come out, and I get a fucking coffee, like, <laughs> and I'd often think of it. I'm like, no, fucking hawking and the lads have a spot on, you know. I go to the gym and I come out and I get a fucking coffee because they're right next to each other. So yeah, and, like uh, it it's was, cool yeah. name, you know. The name is yeah, tell us that name, yeah. Tell us about tell me all those conversations I really have with the lads. Uh, yeah, so like we were, we were kind of throwing around a couple of ideas at the time, and with work, I was spending a lot of time in California. And the two guys had just moved back from from Australia separately. They're over there, and again, this was kind of maybe six, seven years ago. So, so um, it, it was like you could just see like people becoming so obsessed with kind of fitness and health and going to the gym, but not just like going to a gym but to go into like spin classes and yoga classes and you know boutique fitness and you know every time I used to go to, to kind of San Francisco I used to meet my my buddies but we'd go to like a spin class and get brunch afterwards it was very you know it was like starting it's, to be it's brilliant yeah yeah um, and it was the same in Australia and Melbourne and stuff like that you'd, you'd see that lifestyle and you could see that like was just about to take off here as well yeah we wanted to create a business in that space like kind of like what would be a good business for that that customer because that's what it's sort of what, what we yeah. we kind of our lifestyles were, were were like so we kind of had a couple ideas and one was was hoodies like you know a hoodie you could wear all day you could wear it again like going to the gym you know afterwards you know hanging out you know work out chill out you know all that kind of stuff you just have one yeah. one really kind of good strong product that you can wear all day long um and, and durable and you know that's durable and versatile. high high quality versatile yeah, yeah. so that yeah, exactly so, so 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 that was it and then we gave ourselves a very strange name um to your point there like yeah we were we were aiming at that audience who like kind of goes to the gym goes for a run and grabs a call it as call it as it is yeah just call, call it as it is call yeah. it as it is and then like you know what we've tried to do with the brand since is really build that message and community around that kind of need and importance of exercising and socializing so that it's like that that gym that exercise that fitness that discipline but coffee kind of represents the social side have the crack you know have a muffin afterwards you know don't take it too seriously just 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 try you know try to do it that way so the brand we've kind of really built is less let's say about like you know optimizing to be the best of the best but just more like you know keep it moving you know is 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 is, is and social is 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 kind of the real benefit from exercise as opposed to yeah running the fastest mm-hmm. and like those those two things now like those like exercising and movement it's just fundamental to for humans like for us as people that you have to respect that it's baseline for any for any person to be healthy and join life is to be in a position where they they regular exercise and they regularly give themselves an opportunity to move and and it, you know there's there's a science to it like you know that's that's what we all came from to evolution and even you know the, the, the happy chemicals and the endorphins and anandamide and all that kind of stuff you just feel better after it you feel good because you've done something worthy and you've you've acknowledged and respected you know what what's inherent in our human dna and then the social side of it as well Niall, is just like that's connection that, that's everything and again when you go back to what we where we came from in evolution it was the tribe you know yeah. it was the tribe and it was being part of a tribe bringing value to the tribe and being valued for what you brought and then um, being connected like and even like you know back 
back in the hunter-gatherer days, I suppose we wouldn't have survived if we weren't part of a tribe, if we didn't bring that tribal approach to our lives. And Definitely. Oh, they, pep, yeah. they hoodies as well. You seen they back then? They, <laughs> like, they call uh, it something different, though, didn't it? Hunt plus... Thanks. Hunt plus gather. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, like you, you're dead right. Again, that's what we tried to do. Like we felt like it's 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 uh, it's more power, powerful, um, you know, to 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 do things together. Like it's easier to go for a run if somebody's going for a run with you. It's easier to go to a class, and that there's that mm. again a, so, a social side to things as well. It's really trying to build a community around that. So we we wanted to create a high quality product for that, and needed to be you know top a top quality but then we really wanted to also create events and opportunities and experiences for people yeah. to come and exercise yeah. to kind of move in parks and stuff like that um so that's been a huge part of what we've done and then you kind of feel like you know it's probably there's there's a lot more of it around um so hopefully it's the same but certainly those early days you'd see people with hoodies you felt there's kind of a subtle you know subconscious nod to each other that you knew that's the type of it must feel good don't it right you know when you like like i'd see a lot of hoodies right i see a lot of gym plus coffee gear whether it's in the gym whether it's inside in patrick's in cork city or wherever it is see the hoodie so for you like it's one thing me seeing it right but for you, you know when you see that someone you don't know they don't know you you walk past them they've got the hoodie on how does that make you feel uh, still good, still good. Um, it's uh, it was certainly those first kind of couple of ones you see out and about were kind of you know a bit mad. You nearly crash a car when you'd see it. <laughs> yeah. and then it's still nuts. Like you kind of go anywhere and you see a few people wearing it, and you just uh, yeah, just a kind of a sense of sense of pride. It's cool to see. It's tangible, you know, so so you can see it. And um, I always kind of think it's nice, kind of uh, like kind of even when you when you like accidentally bump into friends or people you know and they're wearing it yeah. because they obviously they're wearing it they didn't know they were bumping into so they do like it it wasn't just that they, yeah. they were buying it you know to yeah to, uh, but to it, I, it was you know i could tell you a good one obviously two guys you know very well graham Cannon and paddy cunningham <laughs> i met the both of those guys in the gym at the same time two different times though an hour apart one of them one was leaving when i was going in another one was coming in when i was leaving bought a gym plus coffee gear on Ah, nice. Right, so, yeah. and there are two guys that obviously we bought respect very well. So, hopefully that's a good. You know, but it is a good sign, of course. It isn't. I don't think you need any good sign, but just wanted to share that. Yeah, that's telling. You know, it is like it's it it it's class, and again, you've been taking it back. Like kind of the support you do get from people, you know, has been phenomenal, and especially in Cork and around kind of circles, you know, that I've I've uh, physically in terms of location moved on from, but not in terms of like kind of support that 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 I always would have gotten from people like that. So it's, it's just class. It's just, again, shows like people kind of stick with you forever as, 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 as well, as long as I guess they like you, but yeah, as long as you're not an asshole, mm. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully support you, you know? So when did you set it up Naila Ridge? Like when was the actual, you know, the first hoodie sold or the first kind so, of. So we set it up in, in 2017. We launched in January, 2017. So the first ones were sold then we ran it kind of part-time or like as a side hustle for most mm. of that year and then kind of jumped into it kind of full-time towards the end of the end of that year so you kind of uh yeah you kind of remember going from kind of quitting slack on 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 one day and you kind of have your lunches and tech perks and you know free snacks and all that kind of stuff yeah. and it was sort of walking around baggett street in dublin handing out flyers for a gym plus coffee so it was really kind of change uh, yeah. in terms of what i was doing on a day-to-day basis but it was it was also like very satisfying, very motivating. You were doing it, you know, trying to build your own thing and mm. see it get off the ground. So, um, 
so yeah, and that, so that was 2018, and then yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster kind of since then. And did the guys so like were you the first employee? Like was it yourself and were the guys? I said uh, Damon and Car, right? You yeah, Damon and Car. We all kind of sort of quit and moved into over the space of I suppose three or four kind of months, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And what's the guys' roles in the, in the company then, Neil? So uh, Dermot looks after, I suppose, anything kind of marketing and brand related. Um, and Carl, uh, Carl looks after product. Um, and then my role as kind of CEO is is kind of, I suppose, every, well, everything technically rolls up, but like kind of the other parts of the business as well to do with kind of finance and operations and supply chain mm-hmm. and data and retail and stuff like that. And is it more natural for you to step into the CEO role now than, than, than the guy? Is that a kind of a more just kind of just a more just the most natural thing? Yeah, it probably was just a bit of a kind of we had a conversation about it. It just kind of this is where our sort of interests and strengths lie. Kind of it was something I wanted to do or attempt to do. Um, um, so it was it was obviously it was a lot easier when there's uh, when there's three of you. Yeah. Um, mm. And then as things grow, you just you're kind of learning on the job a little bit, all three of us. So so um and but yeah, I think it was important to kind of I suppose designate responsibilities a little yeah. bit. Then kind of the unofficial responsibilities you kind of take turns on. So like, you know, someone's always the optimistic one, someone's always the realistic yeah. one, you know, and you take turns being the sort of the 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 kind of, you know, we're gonna conquer the world, or I don't know, that could be an issue, you know. So you kind of <laughs> good to have it's good yeah. to have. Yeah, three and obviously yeah. a bigger team now you know where you can kind of um yeah you know I, i'd find i think i've a huge respect and I, I don't know how you can set up a business on your own i did the, the, the mental resilience you need for that without having people you could properly bounce things around with i think would be so difficult yeah. i was lucky lucky with, with the guys yeah and likewise i would imagine you were all like they were lucky that you stepped into that role as well like, so is they did a lot of I would imagine pressure as well at that kind of at, at your level is as the CEO of a company that's really making good progress, but behind the scenes, you know, you know, there's there's, there's up stones, there's everything in between. Oh man, um, like, you know, and and you you probably know this yourself. Like yeah. I, I I cannot comprehend or explain enough the amount of headspace it takes up on it on. on oh. There's Jesus not Christ. a second that you're not thinking about. It. I, like, I, I can resonate now with what, what, what I do. It's 24-7, but I love it. And it's the reason I'm doing it and doing it so well is because it is 24-7. It's something I do regardless. And for you as well, like, you know, Cause, cause how, everyone, how do you manage that now? Yeah, tell us more. Tell, tell me more, yeah. Everyone says you kind of, you know, you work hard, but like you're always you know, working or maybe on your computer and you do stuff, you know, you're out of hours. Like, that's fine. But it's just, it's just the, like... The kind of the constant you're always thinking about something or something that could be better or something you could do differently or something you can improve on and yeah. and you wake up at three in the morning with an idea like about you know you figure something out that's oh stop uh, what you do with that thing you're away <laughs> you know and it's kind of there's no stop to that because when things are going good you're just pushing it even further when things are going wrong you know you're trying to fix it so like yeah. there's, there's there's never a moment where you're like oh i'm kind of okay now um so i i found that hugely challenging now like i enjoy it like i do enjoy it but like it is it's the the one thing i i just i i i whatever you're thinking of like how much time setting you know running a or kind of having a business takes mm. like it's it is a hundred times more than you you would ever think i just yeah. like I, I, you can't shake it uh so it's it's yeah it's 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 look it's a, a challenge but 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 kind of a, a privilege at the same time i suppose yeah it's a, it's a challenge and a privilege and i, I trust true experience you 
you deal with it into building a great team and you know they, they, they take some of that cognitive load and pressure that you, that you carry it's supposed to be ultimately CEO you're always and founder right mm-hmm. CEO and founder which is huge uh, I suppose you have to acknowledge that too right that that's, that there's a difference to that and um, but 2018 t- t- to right now like significant growth that we mentioned earlier how many you know you started off what year now you got, you got we said off I think offline we said 33 in the office roughly kind of yeah uh, 35 and in and there's maybe 110 across our retail stores you know so got like a I suppose a, a good strong business here in Ireland and then you know what we've been really trying to focus on for the last 12 or 18 months is kind of expanding further field into UK and, and, and beyond um um so so yeah I mean like it's one of those things again if you if you told me we would be here five years ago I'd have bitten your hand off um mm. but then you're kind of here and you, you like there's no there's no let up there's no kind of stop it's kind of a relentless pace to kind of keep things going so um so yeah it's just that kind of that that kind of that that mm. uh, sort of funny one as well yeah and what what uh, i suppose what has been significant what has significantly helped your growth you know what is what are, when you look back what are the catalysts what are the what were the top decisions you made or you know what i mean that kind of really when you reflect are kind of critical <laughs> yeah. to the journey yeah it's it's hard to you know like there's no sort of one thing that just sort of catapulted us sort of overnight you know I do think it's probably that cliche that people say sort of that overnight success but you're like actually working flat out for five years is non-stop um but like the things that we've we certainly got right like we've hired some great people like just some brilliant people who are way like better than us and like just hugely passionate and then you know how they've helped propel us forward has been has been massive Mm. I think that's something we've done really well. I think we always focused on being really authentic, um, you know, especially as the years have gone on. It's a crowded space to be in. Yeah. You know, I think you get brands popping up the whole time, buying products off a shelf, sending them to a few influencers and pretending they've got a brand. I think we focus hugely on community development, um, like really like invested heavily in putting on events, putting on experiences, getting people out, practicing yeah, yeah. we preach, et cetera. Can you, so. can you tell us more about that, Neil? Just, just on, again, I'd love to just explore the community aspect of what you do and, you know, what that looks like and the structure of it and how many events you do. And, you know, just if you can tell me more about kind of that, that whole setup and how people can get more involved, I suppose ultimately how somebody listening can be part of the community and, you know, be part of the events and, and what you do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's look, it's 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 really like it's open to everyone. There's no there's no um, so it's not kind of a you know, I suppose a, a private community or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But what we've, you know, over the years, even through COVID, we've put on well over three hundred different events. You know, for people to come out. The kind of point we put them on is 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 to get people out. You know, to give people that opportunity where they can come out, meet people, get a bit of exercise in, grab a coffee mm-hmm. afterwards. So we do them in parks around Ireland and the UK. We do them in our stores. Um, so we do that all the time, you know, from a digital point of view, then to try connect the dots on that. Like we've got resources on our website where people can kind of find a map of things to do around Ireland, you know, to try and encourage people mm. to get, to get yeah. out and, and, and do more. We've got like, um, you know, some some great ambassadors that we think really who are sort of community driven themselves that really um, that we we really want to support. We've got, you know, sports scholarships in, in UCC and other places to kind of give back to people who 
hopefully again we'll we'll do great things as 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 the years go on. Um, you know, we actually coming up in the next few months, we're launching our Make Life Richer Awards, so awards for Honest. here in Ireland for people mm. who made stuff in their own communities or who've built their own communities, and we've got like some amazing people on that. We have a big project undergoing at the moment called the Crew, um, where we're taking. Mm. Um, eight individuals and over the next six months really helping them work on themselves um, like you know so there's people kind of applying for this at the moment who've had I suppose really diverse and really interesting stories have had their own challenges and what we're doing is helping them over the next six months with some um, coaching kind of um, to really help them kind of better themselves and, 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 and come out the other side so this is all stuff kind of we're doing it's a great uh, project it's a brilliant project um, brilliant. Yeah, I just want yeah. I don't want to again I want to pause just to just really say whoa whoa you know those eight people that do get the opportunity to step into that project yeah. is you know it's, I'm excited for them you know I'm really excited for them and I'm really excited we've put up a good program together of what will happen from that um um there's just again there's been a, a flood of applications and just is know, it still open now again obviously listening in here uh, maybe one or two people might be interested in application might be closed now i think but um if anybody is interested it's just yeah who's the who's the ideal candidate now like, what, what's the like i know, you know it's what? a diverse mix and it, it, is it's, it... it's it's a mixed bag but i suppose we're we're trying to find people who are maybe slightly unfulfilled in their life that could be sort of professionally pers- personally feel that there's a little bit of a maybe a gap there um, and we're trying to help them identify what that is you know galvanize with people around them to try to help kind of feel that it does you know it, it you know everybody has their own things you know some people might want to air more towards like kind of a fitness journey or some more mental some to get over tragedy some mm. you know some great kind of applications and stuff in there we're just trying to find a, a mix that works and it's something we want to continue like this is the first trial of it but it's a big project it's over six months there'll be kind of all these mentoring sessions throughout it there'll be kind of all these kind of catch-ups with all these resources available for people mm. to, to, to 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 be able to grow it and hopefully as I say galvanize this crew together that you know I suppose help kind of people connect and, and, and feel that they've got their tribe or their crew that can kind of help them through 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 different times and um Jim so it sounds like a good show and I know obviously probably not, you're not doing it but it sounds like a good documentary or yeah well, like we'll we'll you know, we, we will uh we will certainly be documenting uh some of it you know we need to obviously be careful on you know, what people share and stuff like that. Absolutely. The, the view is to just like, I suppose, use these these eight people as an example of what can be done and then also then create resources that anybody else yeah. can use or, or, or do in their own lives. Because you want, like those eight people could represent a broad spectrum of the population, right? Because we're all human and we all have challenges. Some similar and some not similar, but like there's challenges that we all face that are very similar. So one person going on a journey of overcoming those challenges would be a role model example for someone else that, that, that can do that as well in their own lives and give them that confidence. So, yeah, hundred. You know that that's my thought process behind. Yeah, you know, show, so, showcase it and share it. I share it really to share that 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 blessing and that journey and the struggle yeah, and all of it. There's stuff like that that we do that I think is really important. Like we we do it because we want to do it, right? Like I think you know we think about it as we're sort of customers of the brand first, so we feel. Uh, ourselves and that everyone else doesn't want just like sort of transactional relationships with brands and businesses anymore where it's just like i will pay you for your item yeah does this does brand or business represent what i believe in does it kind of match to my um you know kind of my values yeah. uh, 
is it showing examples of how it does that? So Patagonia, some brand nearly want to show Patagonia like that. There's some example, aren't there? Of everything amazing, that you said, amazing example of that. Like and 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 like absolutely the sort of the the industry leader in 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 how they have done that over the years. So it's one of those ones that's kind of you're kind of always a little bit of a of a challenge because you want to do so much, but you're trying to balance that where you know you're also like not a charity, you know what I mean? So like, you, you know, we are a, a business, but we're still trying to like overemphasize or over-index in the stuff that we're doing for a sort of a longer term, what we hope brand equity with people where they feel a connection with Jim Plus Coffee more so than again, you know, someone that kind of might just pop up for a year or two and, and, and kind of d- disappear. So if we can do that while obviously at the same time delivering, hopefully good yeah. product to everyone, then, then, then we think that's quite powerful. So yeah, time will tell. Yeah, but I'm look, it's brilliant. All everything you're sharing there is brilliant to be fair. So congratulations on on the journey. Because it's a journey, you know. And uh part of the journey along the way, now you've come across and you brought in um strategically brought in, let's say Nile Horn and Driscoll and these guys. So like what even just take Nile Horn, right? What how does it, I suppose that's an idea you might have, or you might have pumped like how does that happen, right? How does he Coming as part of because that's a huge yeah it's it's a matter like because because four or five years ago I remember we were doing a whiteboard session and we were like who would we you know who would be great to kind of get associated with the brand mm. his name was up there and then it sort of manifested itself over the next few years where we were opening our first store in London and um, we we got connected with a guy who knows him and was like look I'll send him an email if you want if you want to get an email across across to him so sweated an email like making. <clears throat> about a million times. every single every single word yeah, i mean it, it all mattered like yeah but just kind of said, look, we kind of you know genuinely are like huge fans like his he's he's sort of as as an individual what we want to be as a business you know kind of globally recognized mm. in his field and we invited him down to come to the the, the, the opening like again a very hail mary um effort and uh such a sound guy he showed up in london um he came down to the store kind of hung out for a little bit just got had a chat with him and he said look he's he's he likes to kind of support brands and businesses and just you know Irish brands and businesses yeah of course yeah, that kind of conversation yeah. developed from there and um and 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 uh yeah like he 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 kind of um kind of officially backed us and put his name to things and you know everything like that so it's one of those ones that yeah like again you know if you told me that five years ago I never would have believed you and now you know he's 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 a guy that um you know, is, is 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 supporting us behind the scenes and stuff. So so um yeah, which is mad story. Great guy. And uh yeah. Yeah, so now definitely you you've your ability to your character probably was a huge part of his Neil, CEO and talking to him and him his ability to say he's now a great guy, trust him. I definitely want to back you know what I mean? So I I think that's probably played, played a huge part too, is that fair to say? Yeah, I, th- I think I think again, yeah. like let's come back to relationships. Like uh, uh, you know, um, you, you there's there's you know you need to make sure like a good business and everything else matches up. But like ultimately, people want to work or invest or you know everything with people that they sort of maybe like or or or, or respect and stuff like that. So I think that that's for everyone. That's for everybody who's mm. joined the team. Um and and uh, and for him as well. And like we talk about it here, and like we have a couple of core real core values in the business and the most important one we talk about is being sound and just mm. like we do we want to be a yeah. brand a business a team that are sound you know so yeah like that we're kind of you know welcoming respectful you know all this kind of stuff that kind of comes mm. with that just sort of 
the, even though it's a colloquialism, the kind of idea of just being sound, I think, is is is, is powerful. Yeah, yeah. Even just colloquial, yeah, it's brilliant. And uh, just now, you've got two young kids. I do, I do. I, how are you managing? How are you managing all this now? Tell me about uh, this. It's, yeah. it's full on, but Jesus, I love it. So I have two little girls. Uh, I have a three-year-old Zoe and a two-year-old uh, just turned two, Cassie. Um, so definitely have our hands full, full at home. Um, but it's great. Actually, it's the one I should have said asterisks. I should have said a while ago <laughs> when, you know, Jim Plus Coffee is never off your, your mind. It really is just with the kids that it's the kind of one place. The only one time. About business. The one, yeah. You're messing with them and it's, I, I love it. Like I love coming home. They're, they're all about their dad, which is fun. And, uh, and, uh, you know, and you'll know this, the challenges of parenting and, you know, fair, yeah. but I, I really enjoy it. I do. Yeah, I love the kind of weekends, getting to hang out with them, just going to parks and stuff like that. Like it's, mm. it's, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I just, I really, <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're melting away, I don't know, right in front of me. I can see you oh, yeah, yeah, after you know, I come all day here talking. <laughs> but yeah, like we obviously we share that as well in common. Two kids with the year between them under under um under three, so it's yeah. uh you know it's it is definitely something that helps for sure the balance because. You're with them, that's it. It's all that matters. Um, do, do you travel much now at the moment? Like, if you know, as you're kind of that, that party, uh, not uh, not a huge part. Moving back to the UK, maybe you know, once, maybe twice a month, maybe once or twice to the States every year. Um, little things like that. So, so nothing, nothing unmanageable, um, which mm. is which is which is good. So, uh, it is nice, and I kind of make sure I'm home in the evenings and most weekends and stuff like that. So, again, yeah. the Enough, enough family time yeah so prioritizing family yeah yeah percent yeah yeah I, very much so um yeah. uh i think that is uh generally one of the the kind of benefits of having your own business you can kind of manage even though it's on your mind at least physically like you know i don't need to be on my computer between kind of six and eight while it's bedtime and i can go back on and you need to stuff you know that kind of way so you can yeah manage it correctly yeah so, so Neil, what's what's um what's an average day for you? I suppose, like you know, tell us. Can you tell me kind of what 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 your kind of an average day looks like, right from the time you get up to the time you go down? I suppose, but yeah, obviously the kids being involved, I know, but just from your perspective, because you're super productive, you have to be. So, what, can you tell us about what kind of supports that and what a day looks like? Yeah, so um, kind of usually up sometime between kind of six or seven, depending on, 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 on the kids. Um, uh, I used to kind of, yeah, my training or like going to the gym or going to the run in the, mo- in yeah. the morning. Um, but with kids now, I only maybe do that once or twice a week. Cause I like kind of the morning time to kind of get up with them for breakfast, yeah. wife, everything. And, yeah. um, so then, uh, kind of head to work kind of in, in the office for maybe kind of quarter past eight, uh, half, half eight. Mm. Um, kind of work away for most of the most of the day. Try to get to get a workout in maybe again once or twice a week at lunch. So it depends, you know, if I haven't done it in the morning, I might try to do it. Yeah, yeah. some that a little bit, and then try to get home for probably about six o'clock and hang out with the kids uh, for 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 a couple hours, and then kind of from eight o'clock on, I'm either doing 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 a little bit more work or yeah, just sitting down, hanging out with my wife, watching a bit of TV or something like that. So that's nice chilling, yeah. The, the day really yeah and do you have any routines now like I suppose it's been high performance and 
yeah, just kind of be an naturalist. Like anything that supports that or anything that helps, like I know there's different practices like mindfulness and obviously the exercise being a huge part of that as well. Yeah, do you have any do kind you, of things like, you do that? Um, and there's probably more I could be doing really is exercise for, for me. Yeah. Um, like I enjoy, I really enjoy now going for a run. It, I definitely prefer when I get it done first thing in the morning, I feel it sets myself up better for the day. But obviously, as I say, you're trying to balance sure, it. Yeah. With young kids, but certainly if 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 I it's if it goes a sort of a day or two and I haven't done something, I I I feel you're an athlete. You're an athlete as well, now, yeah, right? That's, that's it's less about the athlete. I, <laughs> I need the, the the release, and I I feel like I know I get cranky and I'll get frustrated without it. So yeah. exercise is, is 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 certainly my uh, my kind of go to. As soon as I go for a run, I feel it clears mm. up a lot of stuff in my head, or just I feel I feel better. I feel energized after it. So mm. um, I just uh, yeah, honestly, it's it's I just think it's it's. Again, practicing what I preach, like exercising and socializing, yeah. two things. You can kind of balance them into what else that you're doing. It, it it takes it. So like even yeah, again, like hanging out with friends and stuff like that. It's really it's hard again to be worried about work when you're just kind of having the crack with people who you yeah. know. So so yeah. And to do it both together, right? To be able to exercise whilst with yeah, which again, like you really enjoy friends. That. Yeah. It's brilliant, yeah. Um, hard to get the maybe the points in, but it might be easy to kind of go. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. So you know, with the kids as well, I suppose you're um very limited time you have where you got to use it as best you can like so yeah so then what's next right so what's the what's the future look like for you like what's the next um the next couple of years look like oh, i don't know man i really don't um anytime i think i've got anything figured out it usually changes or or, or something happens like we've got a couple of good years under our belt with the business but like it's still challenging all the time we're still learning a lot you know things get kind of the the while the business get bigger, the kind of the sort of the problems get bigger then as well. The same are the things you mm. need to yeah. figure out. So like you're always kind of challenged with us really, you know, professionally trying to focus on, on those international markets to try, try scale gym plus coffee outside Ireland. Uh, mm. And it's amazing, but just not enough people. You know? <laughs> we wish there was yeah. yeah. 10 million people here. So we're, we're working on that, but that that's hard as well. That's like, you know, again, in no way a short thing. So we're working hard on that. Um, and then other than that, like yeah, just really, really kind of, you know, I suppose, focused on trying to just be, be stable behind the scenes. You know, coming out of the fog of having two young kids now a little bit, so trying to like plan a little bit more on what we can do, family holidays, yeah. we play, or even just going out for dinner on a Saturday night as a family. You know, it's very hard with a six month old, but That's, yeah. Like you can still have but a three and a two year old going on for any type of a dinner to yeah, sit down. Yeah, so you, there's a bit, there's a bit need to be organized, but it's nice now again. <laughs> kind of like I, 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 I take a lot from that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. There's no, there's no sort of huge goal on the horizon other than just, uh, just kind of keeping going, keeping going. Yeah. So, Neil, anything you'd like to share before we wrap up? Any, any last, um, any piece of insight or wisdom or? something you'd like to share with the guys or anything that maybe I should have asked that I didn't ask or is there anything kind of oh, coming up for you? Uh, probably not. I mean, there probably was, but I can't think of it. <laughs> on the spot now that I kind of feel is is, is, is wise to, uh, to to share too much. Uh, if, yeah. If you were to look back, all right, I'll, I'll ask a different question and it just came with me there. If you were to go back to um, 20-year-old Neil Horgan and you were to give him a word of advice. What would you say to him? 
happy kind of the way things worked out so you're kind of always you know you don't you, you, you don't you don't want to meddle but like I, I think it's more I think the thing I'm trying and still struggling to do is trying to take a bit of a longer term view on things um I can get very frustrated if things aren't going the way I want it or if I get stuff wrong and I mm. get, you know, get a lot yeah. of stuff wrong but I think I think I'm trying to give myself a little bit more credit now Celebrating, kind of acknowledging yourself, and yeah, yeah, less exactly. critical is kind of like the inner critic now. Is that kind of what what comes in? Yeah, yeah, like it, it, yeah, exactly. Like, like less critical and stuff. Like I kind of I would. Uh, 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 there's a quote. There's, there's quite, if you've seen the movie Moneyball, you know Brad Pitt, the baseball. I didn't see it, but I but I know of it, and I know the story behind it. He kind of he says in that. Um, I hate losing. I hate losing more than I like. I like winning, and you kind of heard people say that. Yeah. I kind of I'm trying to flip that a little bit, like as in to enjoy the wins a little bit more because it's more I'm kind of more driven by like not 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 failing in it when you do mess up and like my first time running a business, it's you know I, I, I'm messing up all the time, <laughs> but yeah. like yeah. just even kind of like okay, well like just learn from it and kind of move on. So just trying to take that probably longer term view on things that like it's not it's not as black and white as thing is right or wrong. It's more just like. Uh, somewhere in the middle like, like you can it, you, it was it was the right decision at the time even if it didn't work and now you just need to make sure you join something else apart from it so the long-winded answer of just trying to probably give myself a little bit more credit at different places yeah so smell the roses smell the roses and celebrate the small you just smell the roses like that that's something i resonate with anyway i suppose what i got from that is kind of like you know what not to get too caught up with everything just to enjoy it for what it is and you said it there already. Everyone, we're all here to make mistakes, learn, grow, connect. And um, yeah. So now just this was look, thanks so much for coming on. It was amazing. And obviously, you know, I'll I'd i let the guys know that we already know each other and you know, it was it was it was great to, to really get a deeper insight into who you are and, and what drives you and, and there's no surprise I, I was in no way surprised when I saw Jim Plus Coffee emerge and when I see where it is right now. Just as a rising out of who you are and your character and your um your ability to just I suppose work with people and for people to trust you because you you know because you're a trustworthy person you demand that because you're a character and everything that you exude so congratulations on everything you've achieved and hopefully and I'm looking forward to seeing the journey progress and more internationally and in, in, in what you're doing going forward and uh, look I'll put into the show notes the community and everything else and guide people towards and plus coffee because you're more than just a clothing brand you're more than that hell of a lot more than that and that's what life is all about. To do more, to be more, and for for people like so. so yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Look, uh, it's great to chat. It's good to to open up some uh, some memories there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it looked delighted. Obviously, class what you're doing, and just yeah, happy to be included today. So yeah, all good. So that's it, guys. That's it for another episode of the Live Unbound Podcast. I really hope you are getting value from these conversations, and I'm delighted and so glad that you were on this emerging journey with me. And my guests hopefully you are listening in right now and you might be on the podcast as well at some time and we will have a great conversation so i've got some cool guests lined up over the next few weeks and let's keep the show on the road let's keep connected let's keep together and let's keep living life unbound